0: My guest went from an income below the national poverty level to being in the top 1% of wealthiest people in the world. He discovered ancient secrets on how to prosper in tough economic times. Next on this edition of It's Supernatural!
1: ancient secrets of the supernatural be rediscovered do angels exist is there life after death are healing miracles real can you get supernatural help from another dimension has the future been written in advance mm-hmm. sid roth has spent 30 years researching the strange world of the supernatural join sid on this edition of it's supernatural
0: hello sid roth here with charles Vance. I have had many prophets that I trust tell me that next year the finances, especially in the United States, are going to really shake. We're going to go through some very, very tough times. And I believe that God has raised Charles Vance up for such a time as this. Why? He was born, raised, and lives in West Virginia. According, every time I see statistics, West Virginia is has, has the lowest uh, per capita income of any state in the United States. And Charles Vance was no exception. Uh, Charles, there was a point in your life where you were below the poverty level. And, and you probably had a mentality, this is just the way it is.
2: I really did. I, I remember a year that I got a raise and I thought... This is going to push me up over top of the edge of the poverty level. And just as soon as I got the raise, the government raised the poverty level, and it kept me under it.
0: But, I mean, you were in the construction industry, and there was a time where in real estate, you couldn't lose money in this country. This is true. Uh, But you still had those images in your head of this is the way it's always been. And this is the way it's always going to be.
2: Sid, if you don't believe it's God's will for you to be blessed or prosper financially, you'll probably do something to sabotage the finances even if they come your direction. And as I look back over my life, I could see how many times i had done that over and over again. Because you just really don't believe that it's going to happen or you don't believe that there's going to be an opportunity. So you end up missing windows of opportunity that many times are supernatural windows of opportunity. Certainly if you meet some criteria, biblical criteria, there can be a supernatural windows of opportunity for financial
0: prosperity. Okay, in 75, you, you get into the construction industry. In 81, uh, you bump into 21% interest rates and you're in big trouble. What, what turned you around? And, and when I say turn around, Charles now is in the top 1% of wealth. In the world, in the top 1%. How do you go from below poverty level to the top 1%? How did you?
2: I, I had a friend of mine. I'd raised I was raised in old church, what I call old church, old traditional church stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we grew up hearing God would do something for somebody, but he wouldn't do it for somebody else. And you just never knew about God because God was mysterious. well I had a friend of mine that showed me a few verses of Scripture that wept my taste for a different perspective on God, that God is good, that He created me in His likeness and after His image, gave me as a person a dominion over all of the works of His hands, everything He created, uh, that He wanted me to be healthy, that He wanted me to be prosperous, that He wanted me to be happy, Man, when I got hold of those verses of scripture, I mean, I just started digging. I couldn't get enough because I'd never heard anything like it before. You know, in the old church, we were kind of raised that, you know, you're you're just going to be kind of beat down, and if you make it on this in this planet, you know, you get to go to heaven where things are great. You know, walls of jasper, gates of pearl, streets of gold. And I thought, how that's kind of weird because if you look at the Garden of Eden, the word Eden means pleasure. That's the Garden of Pleasure. You find gold at the head of the river there in the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve didn't want for anything. You find that you go into the New Jerusalem, you got streets of gold. I'd say that would be about the ultimate in prosperity. I'm thinking, where is God at in between here? You know, where I am right now. If Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, if the Word of God never changes, if it's settled forever in heaven, and Jesus tells us to pray a prayer like Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. What's going on? Are we in a time warp of some sort? As I continued to study the Word of God, I discovered we're not in a time warp. It's our responsibility to believe God. And, and, and when I say believe, I mean to take faith in the Word of God, develop faith in the Word of God, and put it into motion. See, a lot of times people think all they have to do is hear the Word, but James said if you hear it and don't do it or practice it or perform it, you deceive your own self.
0: Okay. You were in a cycle. It wasn't downward. You just stayed down. (laughs) And now you get the light bulb goes on and you find out that God wants to cooperate with man so that you would prosper in every arena of life. But it took you years to get it, generations, if you will, to get in that, in that position you were in. Did it take a long time to get out?
2: You know, it took me a long time to get out, I believe, because I kept sabotaging things.
0: But yeah, had you not sabotaged, had you known then what you know today?
2: Oh, it, w- within, within months I could have gone to, to someone was extremely prosperous.
0: Okay. Well, you went to the top 1% of incomes in the world, uh, but you must be unusually gifted, unusually smart.
2: (laughs) Thank you very much. That's not correct. Uh, The word talent means that there is something that is innate inside of you, and uh, I'm a guitar player, and I learned how to play guitar by practicing six to eight hours a day for about six years. Nothing has come easy for me but when I've discovered principles and laws in the Word of God and start applying them to my life, they'll work. If I don't back up, if I don't waver. You know, Peter was walking on the water to Jesus. Everybody remembers that story. And he starts to sink because he looks at the wind. Now, a few verses prior to that, the Bible said the wind was already blowing. So it's not that the wind started blowing. So Peter looks at the wind, gets his eye on the wind, he sees the wind boisterous, and he starts to sink. And Jesus, he says, help me. Jesus pulls him up. And, and Jesus said, oh, thee of little faith. Well, I, I researched that word, and that word little faith means faith with short duration. Hmm. A lot of times we have just spikes of faith. You know, everybody, you can get in a real right it, church it, meeting.
0: It's to be consistent. <laughs> but Charles, you have this 40,000 square church office building. Uh, It's totally paid for. Your uncle comes by. uh, What does he say?
2: He said, Charlie, son, (laughs) he talked kind of funny country. He said, I know that this had to be the Lord. He said, because you're not smart enough to do this on your own. Do Do you agree with that? You know, I do agree with him because there's a lot of things that come into our lives when we learn to have a relationship
0: with God by favor. Uh, The favor of the Lord. I'll tell you what, that is such a wonderful thought. We'll talk about that in a moment. Be right back. Don't go away. I want to hear about the fog. That's an acronym for favor of God. Are you ready for fog? Don't go away.
1: We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. When Jesus prayed that they all may be one, there were only
3: two people groups. Jews and Gentiles. Denominations did not exist. 2,000 years later, his prayer is still yet to be fulfilled. God's purpose from the beginning was for all nations to become one in Yeshua, Messiah Jesus. To break down the middle wall of separation dividing Jew and Gentile so that the world may believe that Yeshua is the Messiah and Lord over all. When Jewish spiritual DNA merges with the New Covenant Christian DNA, there will be what Paul called life from the dead. That's why Sid Roth's website is loaded with cutting-edge articles and teaching about the one new man.
1: Log on to SidRoth.org today. We now return to it's supernatural.
0: Hello, Sid Roth here with Charles Vance. How do you prosper in bad times? Most people that aren't even prophets know that the United States of America, and thereby uh, we're not a nation unto ourselves, the whole world is crumbling financially, especially going to happen next year. So, Charles, what You've been telling me some statistics here about what's going on with the, the U.S. economy.
2: If you put your trust in the U.S. government, the Federal Reserve Bank, you'd be probably a very frightened person right now. The, our U.S. government owes over 13 trillion dollars. You know what? I
0: cannot even imagine 13 trillion?
2: Let me help you with the number. If, okay. if you tried to count one 1,000 to 1,000, and you counted to 13 trillion, it would take you almost 400,000 years to count that far. That's providing you couldn't sleep 24 mm. hours a day. It's staggering. Uh, Four billion dollars per day is being added to that debt. I don't think we can comprehend that. 225 of the richest people in the world only have one billion dollars, or one trillion dollars, I'm sorry, the 225 richest people in the world. We are just out of control. Our government is completely out of control. Nobody's doing anything to stop the spending. They just voted, I'm sure you're well aware of, just a few months back to increase another $2 trillion. These people are business people. They're intelligent people business-wise. I'm convinced that there's something going on behind the scenes. Uh,
0: How long can a country use monopoly money?
2: You got me. And they just keep borrowing it, and they're borrowing it from the Federal Reserve Bank. There's not even enough gold to cover in the world. There's not enough gold in existence that we know of, I mean, sure, probably in the earth somewhere, to cover the debt of the United States. We're the most in-debt nation in the world.
0: Okay, we're the most in-debt nation in the world, but worse than that, how about if you live in the United States, like Charles and I do, but Charles is in the most poverty-stricken state of the United States, West Virginia. Uh, so what are you going to do, leave America? How are you going <laughs> to, I mean, are you fearful? I'm not fearful. Do you know
2: when money moves, it, does, it doesn't, or I should say probably material things, they just shift hands. Science has proven that you can't destroy matter. It just moves from one place or it moves forms, changes forms, it moves from one person to the other. You know, when Israel left out of 430 years of bondage to Egypt. As slaves. As slaves. Overnight, there was a wealth transfer that took place. Mm -hmm. They took with them the silver and the gold of the Egyptians. And the Egyptians were glad to see them go because they had just gone through some of the most horrific times. The money wasn't gone. The goods weren't gone. They just changed hands. And there was a shift. I've heard people call this a wealth transfer. And sometimes I... I'm a little reluctant to use that terminology because of preconceived notions, but there is a wealth transfer that is taking place in the world right
0: now. Are you going to be involved in this wealth transfer? Oh,
2: I believe everybody's going to be involved in it. The unfortunate thing is somebody, some people are going to be involved in it losing wealth, and it's going to be transferred from one person. And Sid... This might be a shock to some people, but I believe that there's going to be some great, well-meaning Christian folks that lose wealth and it's transferred to people that God calls, that Jesus actually called good and faithful servants.
0: With with Charles, that's good for you. But I'm just curious, uh, you have a congregation. When you teach this in your congregation, uh, in, in the most poverty-ridden state in the United States, what's happened to people in just in your congregation?
2: We, we've had several millionaires, either five or six millionaires in the last few years that have grown up, if you will, in our church because, and, and obviously we're not teaching just about the downside of the economy, but there are actually, a, there's a biblical steps that we walk through to experience, to position ourselves for a wealth transfer coming to us.
0: Is there a way to position ourselves for this fog I was talking about, this favor of God? Is there really a way that we can do this?
2: Absolutely, there is. There... So,
0: so knowing what's about ready to happen, if we position ourselves right now, now I'm, I'm being real simplistic, if we position ourselves right now according to spiritual truths when this uh economic crash happens in America, money will still be there. Will this money come to us?
2: If we position ourselves, it's coming to me already. You know, um, I heard uh, a news report probably a month and a half or so ago that said in the next 12 months, which means probably within the next year or so, Mm -hmm. that there is going to be uh, over a million new foreclosures. That's in America. Mm -hmm. A million people losing homes. I just bought three homes this year in addition to what I already own. Uh, And I bought them for pennies on the dollar.
0: Uh, You know, I I really believe God has raised Charles up for such a time as this, and it's not just real estate. If you position yourself the favor of God, He'll give you ideas. I want to find out how to position ourselves. Be right back after this Word. We'll be right
1: back to It's supernatural. Are you
3: struggling with your finances, living from one paycheck to another? Do you feel like there is nowhere to turn? Charles Vance was miserably poor, working 104 hours a week, making less than $8,000 a year. He struggled with poverty until God revealed to him biblical keys to prosper, even in the midst of economic upheaval. Now he wants to impart this God-given revelation to you. Call now and receive Charles Vance's one-of-a-kind four-part audio CD teaching, Prospering in Hard Times, yours for a donation of $28. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 1336. Through this biblically-based audio CD teaching, you will stop looking for your harvest in the wrong places. Understand how to gain God's favor and supernaturally rise above your circumstances. Learn supernatural laws to obtain God's long-awaited promises and blessings. Receive biblical keys to unlock God's heavenly harvest. Learn how to invest in God's kingdom and live in abundance. Your gift to this ministry will help Sid Roth reach millions of Jews and Gentiles worldwide with the gospel through It's Supernatural! and our other evangelic outreaches. Don't miss out on getting Charles Vance's one-of-a-kind four-part audio CD teaching, Prospering in Hard Times, yours for a donation of $28. Shipping and handling is included. Call or you can write to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural! Post Office Box 1918, Brunswick, Georgia 31521. Please specify offer number 1336
1: or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural!
0: Hello. Sid Roth here. I want to learn the principles of fog, the favor of God. I mean, because we're coming into a time that if we're not walking under the favor of God, uh, America is really going to have a financial crisis next year. So Charles Vance, just out of curiosity, before you tell me how to walk into God's favor, will these principles, which come right from the Bible, will these principles work in a third world country?
2: They absolutely will. As a matter of fact, we've been in several different countries and once people understand these principles or just know about them. They want us to teach them to their people. You know, to go to a third world country where poverty is rampant and for someone to say, don't teach people how to be wealthy or teach people how to prosper is like going to a room full of sick people and saying, don't teach people how to be healed. Because these principles are biblical principles. Anybody that will apply these laws, these principles to their lives and work them by faith They will absolutely work for anybody. We've seen it happen in India. We've seen it happen in Haiti. Uh, There's testimonies of it happening there when we preached it.
0: Okay, tell me how everyone that's watching us right now can walk in this fog, this favor of God. I want to be under the favor. I don't want to be. You just explained to me the government system. I don't want to be under that system financially because what will happen to the government is going to happen to me. Absolutely. How can I get from under there but still be in the United States of America or, or any
2: country or third world country? When, when we understand, and these are ancient principles, they're, they're not, this is not something somebody's dreamt up in this new time that we live in. They're in the Bible, They're in the Old Testament, the New Testament. Uh, one of them is tithing. And I don't think people understand that the tithe belongs to God. It is the Lord's, the Bible said in Leviticus chapter 27 and verse 30. Well, there's something that the tithe does that sometimes we miss because we don't know what it does. Malachi chapter 3 says that God will pour out a blessing. Didn't say He would pour out a bunch of blessings, said He would pour out a blessing. As I started researching and I found out the tithe never brings a bunch of blessings, it just brings one blessing. And that blessing is, that he opens the windows of heaven and pours out what's in heaven into our lives. Now, a lot of people think, "Well, gosh, the cars are coming, the houses are coming, money, U.S. currency is going to is just going to start falling, you know, falling out of the sky." That's not true. Heaven's a supernatural place. So, if God pours what's in heaven into our lives, He has to pour supernatural
0: things into our life. You know what we've missed so long. So, people are looking when they tithe. Uh, okay, I've just tithe. A thousand dollars, so I'm going to get ten thousand, a hundred thousand, mm-hmm. and they're waiting for the money to come in, and, and they're kind of missing
2: it. They missed the blessing now yeah. the blessing's not a chill up your neck. the blessing is what's in heaven there's ideas, there's concepts, insight, favor that God will pour into your life. I ask you this question: you ever watch an infomercial and said, I thought of that three years ago
0: many times
2: yeah, all of us have why why, why didn't we do something with it? Did we get an idea? Yeah. Where was it from? Well, if it was a good idea, it was from God. What'd you do with it? See, there's there's where we start stepping into that it's not God's responsibility. I've done what God told me to do. Now God's done what He said that He would do. What am I doing now with the blessing that is coming into my life? See, I have a responsibility to take the ideas, the concepts, the insight, the favor. Sometimes I put myself in positions I don't want to be in just to experience the favor of God.
0: Okay. okay. You have the tithe. What's the offering? And and by the way, he said a very important point. He said it doesn't belong to him. It belongs to God. Why do you say that?
2: Well, the Bible says that it's holy unto the Lord. It's a management issue. God gives us, and, and Jesus said this as he goes into the New Testament, and he says this repeatedly. He's looking, that God's looking for a faithful and wise steward, which is a manager. Mm. So if he gives me, if I give you $1,000 of mine and say, Sid, hold this for me or pay one of the guys with it, I come right. back and say, you pay the guy. No, uh, you're not a good manager. It was my money. Right. I gave you an instruction with the money. So if God gives us the tithe, and it's not ours, but he gives it, to us to manage, and then we do something besides what he told us to do. And we need to understand that it doesn't just go to the storehouse, that it goes to the priest that minister at the storehouse. And if we start comprehending what he said to do with it and follow his instruction, then he calls us faithful and wise. Man, you look in uh, 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 Matthew chapter 25, he said he'll give you everything that he's got.
0: Okay, that's the tithe. What's the offering?
2: The offering is something above the tithe. It's beyond the tithe.
0: Why would someone want to do that?
2: Well, Jesus said, when you give, it will be given unto you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Men will give into your bosom.
0: And God showed you a principle I personally never heard before. It's called the greenhouse. Explain that.
2: The greenhouse, if you look back into Malachi chapter 3, he said that he would not only pour you out a blessing, but he would rebuke the devourer for your sake. That word devourer means a consumer or an eater, something that would come and eat up your stuff. All of us have probably been right on the edge of seeing something happen materially and then just all of a sudden the thing fell through. That's an eater, that's a devourer. The tithe creates a greenhouse around my fruit, my seed that I sow. God said I'll supernaturally protect it and I'll supernaturally cause it not to fall to the ground before its time. In other words, it's going to come to full fruition and bloom back to me or produce fruit back into my life again, and I get to take the harvest from it. So there's a greenhouse effect, as it were, that the tithe creates as well as the ideas, concepts, insight, and favor that God gives us.
0: Tell me very quickly one person that took these principles and what happened to them. How about the man that cut the grass by the power lines? Very quickly. (laughs)
2: We've got a friend in our church that's been there a few years, and he grabbed hold of these principles and started running with them. And he came to me one day and said, "Uh, we're mowing for a a power company now, for one of the utility companies. That's that's great. Well, he went into a million-dollar company last year mowing power lines, just applying these principles to his life. It's incredible what God is doing in in his life and in his business because of it.
0: And you know one of the greatest areas to have fog in, to have favor of God is Israel. I know people that give money for humanitarian aid to Jewish people. Because of Genesis 12, 3, God says, I'll bless those who bless the Jewish people. They have tremendous favor. I know people that help Jewish people be transported from one country to Israel. Tremendous favor on their life. But you know, he who wins souls is wise. I believe the greatest fog imaginable comes to people that help Jewish people recognize that the Messiah has come. It says, in Romans 11:11, salvation has come to the Gentile to provoke the Jew to jealousy. And the Jew requires signs and wonders. As you move into fog, as you move into favor when the world is shaking, watch you provoke Jewish people to jealousy. As you move in signs and wonders, watch how you provoke Jewish people to jealousy. And watch the favor, the fog of God. But there are people watching right now that don't know God. This is eternal life that you might know him. If you will believe that your sins are washed away by the blood of Jesus and you're clean, then ask Jesus to be your Lord and live inside of you. Make him Lord right now, right this moment.
3: Are you struggling with your finances, living from one paycheck to another? Do you feel like there is nowhere to turn? Charles Vance was miserably poor, working 104 hours a week, making less than $8,000 a year. He struggled with poverty until God revealed to him biblical keys to prosper, even in the midst of economic upheaval. Now he wants to impart this God-given revelation to you. Call now and receive Charles Vance's one-of-a-kind four-part audio CD teaching, Prospering in Hard Times, yours for a donation of $28. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 1336. Through this biblically-based audio CD teaching, you will stop looking for your harvest in the wrong places. Understand how to gain God's favor and supernaturally rise above your circumstances. Learn supernatural laws to obtain God's long-awaited promises and blessings. Receive biblical keys to unlock God's heavenly harvest. Learn how to invest in God's kingdom and live in abundance. Your gift to this ministry will help Sid Roth reach millions of Jews and Gentiles worldwide with the gospel through It's Supernatural! and our other evangelic outreaches. Don't miss out on getting Charles Vance's one-of-a-kind four-part audio CD teaching, Prospering in Hard Times, yours for a donation of $28. Shipping and handling is included. Call or you can write to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. Post Office Box 1918, Brunswick, Georgia 31521. Please specify offer number 1336
0: or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural, my guest, Rick Joyner, a proven prophet, has just received the most serious, the most alarming, and the most specific and graphic prophetic dream about the future of America.